0: To the healthy living podcast the healthy living podcast gives you actionable tips and tools for self-empowerment so you can create the life you love with your host anna block integrative nutrition practitioner coach and the founder of anna block international What do bad moods, PMS, and putting on weight around your belly all have in common? Well, they're all symptoms of hormone imbalance, which leads to a dysfunctional metabolism and make it really hard to lose weight You know, change your body composition, it affects your sleep quality, your appetite, your hunger. And they're all signs telling you that your diet and lifestyle need some extra special TLC. So, in today's episode of the Healthy Living Podcast, I'll be revealing the signs and symptoms of the top five hormone imbalances that I see and the starting point to begin to build your own self-health system to start to feel more energized, to lose weight, especially if you're stuck in a plateau and feel like yourself again through the power of your diet. So when your hormones are in balance, you'll feel really strong and powerful and super energized and your hormones are responsible for your moods your monthly cycle, your skin, your energy balance, as well as your blood sugar and your weight. So I'd say that they're on top of the things to know how to regulate if your goal is to feel on top of your game. And here's the thing, your hormones are extremely sensitive, especially when you're eating the wrong foods, not getting enough sleep, or if you've been exposed to to environmental toxins, whether that's all the additional chemicals in the midst of coronavirus or something in your home or workplace that's impacting them. So when it comes to rebalancing your hormones, it's a two way job between your diet, so the food that you eat, as well as your lifestyle. And those are the foundation of rebalancing your hormones. So let's now break down the top five hormones that I see as a nutrition practitioner and how you can best support them using your own diet and lifestyle practices. So let's begin with insulin. And I'm starting with this one because it's probably one of the most major ones that affects women. Insulin regulates how much glucose or blood sugar gets into your cells. But when we give in to those sugar cravings or eat lots of high sugar or refined carbohydrates, that's when our hormones really go out of whack. And what happens is our insulin will spike when we eat sugar or carbs um, again and again. And what happens is until the cells basically stop responding and we become something called insulin resistant. And then we have issues like metabolic syndrome, pre-diabetes, or even type two diabetes and fatty liver. And it can also happen when your body is inflamed by eating foods that might have toxins in them. So, you know, pesticides, chemicals, preservatives, or you could be eating a healthy diet and have an underlying food sensitivity that's causing inflammation in your body. Inflammation can also happen if you're chronically stressed or anxious or simply not getting enough quality sleep. Here's the bottom line. If your cells aren't responding to insulin, they basically will stop responding to sugar when you eat it so then they don't function correctly and then your blood sugar continues to go higher and higher, which leads to a whole bounty of hormonal issues and chronic diseases. So how do you know if you have too much insulin? So if you have insulin issues, here's what you'll, you might notice. You might feel really shaky or anxious or irritated in between meals You'll definitely have a higher fasting blood sugar level, which you can check. You can you'll have insane cravings, especially as 3.30 p.m. rolls in uh, and you will feel like an overwhelming uh, sensation that you need to have some sort of sweets, especially things like chocolate and ice cream, as well as hot chips. Um, If you already know you have PCOS, so polycystic ovarian syndrome, or you're holding on to way more body fat than you should be, then you can actually get a metabolic blood test, which might be a good way to determine where your insulin is at. You can also try a few more natural things like adding cinnamon into your diet, which will optimise your blood sugar and recovery, especially if you're training, Um, including turmeric as well into your diet. So curcumin, which is found in turmeric, can reduce your inflammation and make it a lot easier for your cells to actually use any excess insulin in your body. Uh, Cutting out the sweet stuff, you know, uh, and that means not only your refined sugars, but also your refined carbohydrates. So um, refined carbs, your ultra-processed carbs, uh, alcohol, as well as adding in more fiber into your diet. So adding more vegetables, fiber-rich veggies and quality uh, grass-fed or wild-caught proteins, uh, as well as healthy omegas and fats. Eating quality protein with your meals is so important in regulating your insulin because protein is an essential part to regulating your blood sugar Uh, and getting your carb intake right. So you need to get the right kind of carbohydrates in at the right time in order to control your blood sugar and also to balance the carbs with proteins and fats in the right portions. Because if all you eat is carbs at a meal, then all you'll get is hunger and cravings. So that brings us to the second hormone, and that is cortisol. So some of you might have heard about this hormone before, but basically stress is something that releases cortisol. And what it does is it makes you crave carbs and sugar, and then you tend to eat crap. So when you're stressed, two hormones get released, adrenaline and cortisol, and that triggers your fight or flight response, which basically stops your body from burning fat. It literally stops it because, in fact, your body will start storing fat to protect itself when it's in that chronic stressed state it basically thinks that tough times are ahead so you know we better gear up and get ready and you'll tend to store all that extra fat on your belly. So how do you know if you have high cortisol? When your cortisol is chronically high you'll tend to have belly fat um, and all your weight will actually primarily get stored in your middle You'll also have cravings for high salty foods or sugary foods you'll feel like you might get provoked a lot more easily or feel angrier than usual. You'll feel, you feel moody, you'll feel depressed. Sometimes you'll find you've just lost your mojo and libido. And what I also find is women that come to me, they also report things like brain fog, forgetfulness, um, difficulty with their memory, and a sort of ADD where they can't concentrate if you've been diagnosed with high blood pressure and high blood sugar then there may be an underlying imbalance with your cortisol as well because they're interlinked so here's what you need to do number one is eating slowly and intuitively and that basically allows you to enter your rest and digest state rather than hanging out in that fight-or-flight response Um, it'll allow you to digest the food that you eat a lot more effectively. And what I mean by that is you'll be able to absorb the nutrients from your food. The second thing I would recommend is, and this is something that women tend to have a little bit of difficulty with, but learning to say no and setting really clear boundaries both at home and at work that can really start to begin to cultivate a lot more calm and control in your day, um, lowering your cortisol. The third thing is thinking about using fewer stimulants, so things like copious amounts of coffee or sugar to get through your day or alcohol or sleeping pills to wind down at night. Uh, And the fourth thing is to really begin to cultivate some sort of wind-down routines to finish off your days, to signal to your body and your brain that you're going into more of a relaxed state and preparing for bed. So that might mean managing screen time, how much time you spend on social media, and developing a really solid bedtime routine to initiate the release of the right hormones. And the last thing I would say is to think about timing your macronutrients appropriately, because that will influence when your cortisol gets released and when your melatonin gets released. This brings us to the third hormone, which is a too much estrogen or estrogen dominance. So Too much estrogen is really common in women and especially in this day and age when we're exposed to a lot of environmental toxins that actually mimic our estrogen, which makes it really easy to be um, estrogen dominant. So how do you know when you have too much estrogen? Well, when your estrogen is high... Uh, You'll notice that you'll have a tendency for having more migraines or other headaches coming on, especially before your monthly cycle starts. So you, you might have heavier periods, you might experience a lot more mood swings or PMS symptoms and definitely a lot more cravings and anxiety before your cycle and actually all of that is not normal and it's been normalized um, recently in this kind of environment you'll also feel a lot more bloated puffy or you'll retain a lot of water weight so here are some things that you can do to start detoxifying your body and lowering your estrogen The first thing I would recommend is eating more cruciferous vegetables, things like broccoli, kale, bok choy. So that will allow you to, uh, it will help you process the estrogen through your liver. Um, the, the second thing would be to eat a lot more fiber in your diet. So fiber basically feeds. Think of the fiber as uh, feeding the good gut bacteria um, in your gut and helping you move the estrogen out of your body. So fiber uh, could be things like chia seeds. It could be fresh ground flax seeds, or even fiber-rich vegetables like artichoke, silver beet, and spinach. That brings us to the fourth hormone, which is testosterone. And I know that testosterone, we tend to think of it as a male hormone, but testosterone is a hormone that our ovaries and adrenal glands help make as well. So when testosterone is balanced, you'll feel a lot more confident and strong and also have a great libido. And when testosterone gets too high, you can definitely start to develop issues with excess hair, especially on your chin or your chest or your tummy, you might also have a tendency to start losing hair on your head. Um, You'll have more acne and skin issues um, and congestion. And if you're trying to have a baby, high testosterone can make it a lot more difficult. You'll also tend to feel more anxious or have a really low or no motivation and just feel a little bit off, so not quite yourself. Um, And testosterone usually pairs with issues with blood sugar as well. So what do you do if your testosterone is too high? Well, I would recommend eating more zinc. So eating foods that are rich in zinc like oysters, um, some nuts, wild cold seafood is a great source of zinc um, or even beans can help with balancing out testosterone levels. And eating more zinc is a good idea anyway, because 80% of us are actually zinc deficient. Um, Balancing out your blood sugar is also critical so this is something that we discussed earlier in the podcast if you really want to um, lower your testosterone and that brings us to the final hormone which is your thyroid so too little thyroid hormone um, your thyroid is responsible for your mood so and part of your metabolism so your thyroid is basically responsible for taking iodine and tyrosine and converting it into thyroxine or your T4. And the rest of your body is responsible for activating that thyroid and converting it to the form T3. So when you have low thyroid hormone or what we call hyperthyroidism, um, it's common in the women that I work with that it causes issues with their weight, their inability to lose weight, as well as their mood and metabolism and cycle. So you might experience things like constipation or having a really difficult time losing weight. Um, You might have dry skin, brittle nails, and sometimes even hair loss. And you might also notice that your you might be losing the outside of your eyebrows which is a really common symptom of having too little thyroid. You might be prone to feeling quite depressed um, and experience a lot heavier periods as well as infertility. So if your thyroid is too low, what you can do is start incorporating selenium into your diet. So foods that are rich in selenium, like for example, Brazil nuts. Um, The other thing that you can also eat is wild caught seafood. So seafood that contains selenium and iodine and can really help support your thyroid. Look, everyone starts in a different place hormonally and knowing how to use food and manage stress to balance out your hormones is the foundational part of developing your own self-health system. And when you get it right, you'll no longer be starving, feeling hangry, Um, you'll be free of cravings or having issues with your monthly cycle, experiencing PMS or really severe mood swings or weight fluctuations. And having the right support and accountability and obviously the right information is essential to help you identify and be consistent with the healthy habits that you need to start balancing out your hormones and restoring a really healthy metabolism. If that's something that you want, I I have a 14 day challenge coming up that focuses on helping you do just that. So over 14 days, you'll learn how to start firing up your metabolism supercharging your energy, getting rid of cravings and balancing out your hormones whilst having the support and accountability you need to succeed. So I'll put the link up in the show notes. And if you know of anyone that would benefit from listening to today's episode, please feel free to share it with them. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Healthy Living Podcast with Anna Block. If you like this show and want to know more, check out annablock.com.au or please leave a review on iTunes and share it with your friends.